Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. And now, here's the country doctor with a city education, Dr. Mike. So when the symptoms of a normal monthly cycle for a woman interferes with everyday life, day-to-day life, we call that PMS. And I wanted to review some of the latest findings, um, some of the latest dietary and lifestyle findings for helping women who suffer from PMS. And in the, in the three broad categories for this are diet, exercise, and stress. Now, we're going to spend more of our time with that last category, stress, um, and I'll explain why that is when I get there. So let's first start with diet and exercise and how this, how these two um, considerations can help with PMS. The first one, diet. We know that foods containing high amounts of simple sugars, salts, preservatives, uh, may actually promote bloating and weight gain. And of course, those should be avoided. So that's a simple place to start. If you're suffering from PMS, you, you got to cut ba- back on the, the processed sugars, the added sugars. And you really, I mean, all of us really should only be getting around, I don't know, let's just say 10, 8 to 10 teaspoons of added sugar a day not in one serving in a day. And most of us, unfortunately, are eating 10 added teaspoons with one meal. <laughs> That's the problem. And I also know in um, even just talking to one of my own sisters that, you know, she now she's no longer having her menstrual cycles, but back in the day when she was, she had PMS. It, it inter- the symptoms interfered with her daily life. One of the worst ones she had was bloating. And, of course, to make herself feel better, she would turn to chocolates and stuff like that, which is just more and more added sugar, which actually adds to bloating. So you may get a temporary uh, high fix, whatever you want from the chocolate, but it's just going to add to the bloating effects. So we really want to avoid anything processed as much as possible. Um, some authors have actually theorized that consuming uh, more complex carbs during, d- during what's called the luteal phase um, where um, this is where, so the estrogen phase has built everything up called the follicular phase, uh, the, the, and, then, and then you ovulate, and then you enter into what's called the luteal phase, or the corpus luteum. This is where the, the once follicle that released the egg, the, the leftover sac is called a corpus luteum, and that, that's where progesterone is produced from. So if the egg is not fertilized, the progesterone will counterbalance a lot of the effects, a lot of the stimulating effects of estrogens. Uh, that's known as the luteal phase. And it does seem that complex carbs, right? Not the simple stuff, not the processed stuff. We're talking about the good fibers, stuff like that. The complex carbs may actually, during that phase, during that progesterone phase, may actually increase serotonin levels. And that could improve symptoms of PMS. Uh, you know, again, and, and then, if, you know, most experts will also tell you, besides the, the simple sugars, besides the salts, we also want to avoid the caffeine and the alcohols as much as possible because that just often ex- exacer- uh, exacerbates the, the PMS symptoms. So, and I like this idea, though, using foods and supplements to boost serotonin. I, I do like that because serotonin is the feel-good neurotransmitter, so maybe try some complex car- carbs during you know, post-ovulation, during the luteal phase, um, during the shedding of the endometrium if no pregnancy happened, um, and see if that helps. But you can also do some supplements. You know, tryptophan is the precursor to serotonin, about a gram a day. 
Um, you can also do 5-HTP. That works for some people. And then, I, I mean, I've talked about saffron before. Saffron is a natural serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It's the same type of mechanism of Zoloft, all one of these antidepressants that are prescribed. Of course, it's perfectly safe, no side effects. Exercise is also really important. There were four small studies that looked at the impact of exercise on PMS, and all of them found some benefit. Uh, I, I think when you when you put all of these studies together, um, you're, we're talking about like breast tenderness, fluid retention, stress, anxiety, depression. Uh, I think restlessness was in there. Um, all of those uh, symptoms did improve with these exercise trials. Now, this the uh, the author of this was Dr. Dennerstein. Uh, this was a very famous um, meta-analysis back in 1985 published in the Annals of Internal Medicine. So you might want to check that out. And, and I, now I don't, I, I think the exercise was pretty simple. Uh, if I remember right, it was basic aerobic exercise, 30 minutes uh, for each session, three to four, or I think they defined it as more days than not in a week. So at least four days a week, you're doing 30 minutes of aerobic exercise. It wasn't, it was moderate. It wasn't anything crazy and a lot of uh, improvement in symptoms. So diet and exercise can play an important role here. But what I want to talk mostly about now is stress management because it's a vicious cycle. If you you just go on Google, look look up symptoms of PMS. And without a doubt, listed there is stress, anxiety, uh, irritability, that kind of stuff. Uh, But we also know that stress and anxiety can make PMS symptoms worse. So it's just like this vicious cycle. PMS itself causes anxiety, but if you have anxiety already, that's going to exacerbate the PMS symptoms. So what we call a vicious cycle. So I'm going to spend some time talking about some nice natural ways to reduce stress. I think the first thing I would suggest for any woman going through PMS is B vitamins. Uh, there's been some really good studies showing that cortisol, the stress hormone, when it's high, it depletes B vitamins. Uh, there was even one study in humans where they injected cortisol into, into healthy uh, individuals. And, and they did that just for four days. And, and just in that short period of time, just in those four days, they saw a significant drop of things like folic acid, B12, B6, which are incredibly important to nerve health. Uh, so stress itself lower B, lowers the B vitamins. Uh, that's going to exacerbate PMS symptoms, which is going to cause more stress, more lowering of the B vitamins. You can see, so the, so a great way to break that vicious cycle is to increase uh, your B vitamins. Just a good B complex, uh, B fifty, B one hundred. You know, just a good B complex. Uh, vitamin C is also important. Uh, we know that deficiencies in this vitamin can have profound effects on adrenal function. Um, and, and then the benefits of vitamin C are multiple, acting uh, uh, as an anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, uh, a cofactor in soft tissue repair. I mean, it's just so important. Uh, the study that stood out the most to me uh, was a study done in marathon runners, but it wasn't just, I don't know, I don't know the official name, but I think ultra marathon runners, is that the, the terminology, ultra marathon, but it's like 50 miles or something, 48 miles, I mean, some crazy number. Uh, and what they did is they gave them 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C after a race. 
uh, immediately after, and all of the participants displayed less dramatic elevations in cortisol and epinephrine. So what this is telling you is vitamin C has a controlling, has a has a managing, has a has a um, I don't want to say inhibitory, but more of a modulating effect on the sympathetic hormones, cortisol, the, the sympathetic neurotransmitter, epinephrine and norepinephrine, which can be very important in controlling anxiety. Now, I'm not saying, does this translate completely over to, to women with PMS? I don't know, but I do think vitamin C could play a role in breaking that vicious cycle between stress and PMS. Minerals are so important, calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium. Uh, especially magnesium. Magnesium is the, the calming mineral. It's involved with over, what, 350 physiological reactions that deal with muscles and nerves. That means you got to get your magnesium level up, 500 milligrams, 1,000 milligrams. PMS depletes magnesium, which causes stress. Stress further depletes magnesium, which causes more stress in PMS. So you, see, you see, again, more of that vicious cycle. So up your magnesium intake. Um, don't forget about green tea, uh, specifically the amino acid from green tea, theanine, incredibly important, has a lot of calming effects, and of course omega-3 fish oils, uh, sedative herbs like lemon balm, adaptogens like ashwagandha, all can play a role in managing stress of PMS. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.